Welcome to Stevenson Harwood's Pensions Podcast for February 2022. You can subscribe and listen on iTunes and Stitcher or by visiting our Pensions Hub at www.pensionshub.com. I'm Philip Goodchild, a partner in the Pensions team, and I have with me Mark Catchpole, a consultant in the team. Today, we're going to look at recent developments relating to pensions dashboards. We will then consider a pensions ombudsman case that deals with ill health early retirement before finally looking at upcoming restrictions on fee charges. Thanks, Philip. For our first topic, we'll look at the development of pensions dashboards for occupational pension schemes. The government is currently consulting on draft regulations which set out the detailed framework the provision and operation of the Pensions Dashboard service. A Pensions Dashboard will be an online platform that can be used by scheme members to access information about all of their occupational pension schemes, including the state pension, in one place. The hope is that the Pensions Dashboard service will allow members to keep track of and become more engaged with their pension schemes. The first Pensions Dashboard will be developed by the Money and Pensions Service. This is being established under a separate process to that set out in the draft regulations, and the result will be a non-commercial dashboard. The draft regulations also have scope for commercial dashboard providers to enter the market, in an approach similar to that taken to auto-enrolment. If a commercial provider wishes to establish a Pensions Dashboard, it will need to become a qualifying pensions dashboard service. Certain standards and requirements set out in the draft regulations and supplementary guidance will need to be met by these dashboards. The requirement for an occupational pension scheme to onboard to a pensions dashboard will apply to registrable UK-based occupational pension schemes with active and or deferred members. Pensioner members are outside the scope of pensions dashboard requirements as are personal pension schemes. Personal pension schemes will be covered by a similar regime governed by the FCA, which we will discuss shortly. Given the scale of the project, schemes will be required to onboard in a phased manner. The draft regulations contain suggested timelines. Stage 1 will involve large schemes with a 1,000 or more relevant members. Their staging date will be between April 2023 and September 2024. Large master trusts and large schemes used for auto-enrolment purposes are prioritised in this stage. Stage 2 involves medium-sized schemes with 100 to 999 relevant members. And Stage 3 would cover small and micro schemes with 99 or fewer members. The regulations do not provide a staging date for these schemes, but a date will be set out in the future regulations for these schemes. Pensions regulator has been given enforcement powers under the draft regulations. Although the regulations are currently in draft form, trustees, especially of larger schemes, should be working on ensuring that their scheme data is complete and accurate, and that the data meets the expected standards required under the new dashboard regime. Uh, As trailed by Mark, um, the FCA has also published a consultation on pensions dashboards for personal pension schemes. The FCA proposals include requiring pension providers to be prepared to find pension records and supply specified information for consumers to view on their dashboard. The FCA is accepting feedback on its proposals until the 8th of April 2022. 
The feedback provided will inform the final FCA rules in relation to pensions dashboards and those should then be confirmed in autumn 2022. The consultation includes an implementation deadline of 30th June 2023. Certain providers may rely on the later implementation deadline of 31 October 2024. If they intend to do that, they must notify the FCA by the 30th of April 2023. Thanks, Philip. Our next topic considers a recent pensions ombudsman decision regarding ill health early retirement. Mr S was a deferred member of the Armed Forces Pension Scheme. 1975. He applied for early payment of his deferred pension on the grounds of ill health in 2012 on the basis that a hip condition meant he could only work part-time. His application was rejected as the administrator concluded that he was not permanently incapable of full-time employment. Mr S successfully appealed to the Pensions Ombudsman in 2016 and the administrator was directed to reconsider the application. After contacting Mr S's medical practitioners for clarification of their earlier reports, the administrator reconsidered the application in 2016 and 17 and rejected it again. In 2021, Mr S complained to the Ombudsman about the reconsideration and the Ombudsman upheld his complaint. The Ombudsman determined that since the administrator had been directed to reconsider Mr S's application, it was required to make a retrospective decision without consideration of the new evidence relating to Mr S's health after 2012 and without applying the benefit of hindsight. It was apparent that the administrator had taken account of post-2012 evidence, such as whether Mr S was currently receiving medical help, In addition, the administrator should have clarified to Mr S's medical practitioners that their opinion should have been based on what Mr S's capacity for full-time employment would have been in 2012. The Ombudsman concluded that the decision to decline Mr S's application had not been made in a proper manner and that this therefore constituted maladministration. The administrator was directed to reconsider its decision and pay Mr S £500 for the non-financial injustice caused by the flawed decision-making process. This complaint highlights the issues that can arise when a scheme is required to reconsider a member's application. The scheme must ensure it bases the reconsideration on evidence which would or could have been available at the time of the original application and that it does not draw on the benefit of hindsight. Thanks for that, Mark. Our final topic considers the Occupational Pension Scheme's Charges and Governance Amendment Regulations 2022, which will come into force on the 6th of April this year. The regulations prohibit the imposition of flat fees by trustees and managers of occupational pension schemes used for automatic enrolment, where the value of a member's rights under a default arrangement is below £100. As a result of these regulations, the following will apply in a scheme's first charging year, which ends after the 6th of April 2022. Firstly, a flat fee may not be imposed where the value of the member's rights under a default arrangement is £100 or less. If the value of the member's rights is more than £100, under a default arrangement, a flat fee charge may be imposed to the extent that it does not reduce the value of the member's rights to less than £100. Next, 
Where more than one flat fee charge is imposed on a member's rights under a single default arrangement in the same charging year, the value of the member's rights under the default arrangement must be restored to that which would have been had only one flat fee charge been imposed. The Department for Work and Pensions has updated its non-statutory charge cap guidance to reflect this restriction. Trustees and managers should check the processes are in place to ensure that a flat fee charge is not imposed where it is inappropriate to do so. Thanks, Philip. That's all for this month's podcast. Further detail can be found in our February snapshot, which is available on our Pensions Hub at www.pensionshub.com. You can listen to this podcast again and subscribe to the series on iTunes or Stitcher on the Pensions Hub. Thank you.